Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. That's what we need to learn how to do with those in the ministry. I want this to be a city of refuge for ministers that have been bruised and battered. I want this church congregation to learn how to be those that reach out with those arms and hold them up. And if have to, we just stand there and let them stand on our back for a while. While we pour in the soothing ointment, the anointing oil of the Holy Spirit. Welcome to Rhema for Today. Kenneth Hagin wraps up his teaching on ministering to the brokenhearted. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Today is the last day. Right now, let's join Kenneth Hagin for today's message. Church should be a place of ministry to those who are weary and hurting. The church should be a place of ministry to those that have been standing in faith so long that they've become weary and well-doing. Times like these, we need the body of Christ. We need other members in the church to go over, and if they have to, wrap their arms around them and hold them up. Remember the story in Exodus 17, 12? where Aaron and Hur got on each side of Moses when they was in the battle down at Amalek, and he held up his hands. You as the congregation can hold we ministers' hands up. We can hold y'all up. We need to learn how to work back and forth. Somebody may need more than their hands held up. They may be so battered and bruised that their legs just won't hold them no more. You got to reach down. Grab a hold of them and just hold them up and help them stand in the hour of need. You know, I've heard people say, bless God, if they'd have known how to believe God, they wouldn't have died. Now, what comfort is that to a family that's been bereaved of a loved one? What comfort is that? I mean, you're not being a comforter. You're a tormentor. You go in the same class as Job's comforters. They called them comforters, but if you'll read the story, they were tormentors. That falls in the same class. Hello? Do you think that's what Jesus was saying? He said, minister to the brokenhearted. We need to watch our words especially during times of trial and weariness and grief. We need to watch and be sensitive with our words. Let the Holy Spirit help us with our words. Sure it's true. He was too young to die. Sure it's true he didn't need to die of sickness and disease. Sure it's true he should have received his healing, but he didn't. And let me say to you today, for some reason some people don't get healed. I don't know why. But I'm not going to quit preaching healing and I'm not going to quit praying for the sick. Even though we preach salvation, a lot of people are not going to accept Jesus. But I'm not going to quit preaching salvation. I don't care how many people come to town and hold seminars and say that we are kooks and that we're all wrong and write books about us. I'm not even going to bother to answer them. I'm just going to keep preaching and keep ministering. 
The Bible never told me that I had to defend what I was doing for God. I don't have to defend God. I think God can take care of Himself. The Bible said to me, said, preach the Word. Preach the Word. What is that? Ministering to the brokenhearted. Ministering to the oppressed. Ministering to those that are down and out. And we in this church have an opportunity because of our affiliation with the ministers. We many times have ministers that come back to this congregation that have been taken advantage of by some congregation, kicked around, kicked out. I want this congregation to be sensitive. You don't have to go up and talk about it. You don't have to know all about it. Tony and I may know all about it. But we've had several of them that have come here and they've stayed here for a while. And now they're out in the ministry again, pastoring churches and being successful. You're not going to, you'll never get them out in the ministry again if you kick them down. I mean, some of them made bad mistakes. We said, Jesus said, neither did I condemn thee. Go and sin no more. Come on back. Come on down here. Stay here for a while. Rehabilitate. Get rested up. Get your wounds healed. And then get back out in the battle. When a force goes into battle and somebody gets injured, they bring them back, bind up their wounds. When they're well enough, they go back to the battle line. Hello? That's what we need to learn how to do with those in the ministry. I want this to be a city of refuge for ministers that have been bruised and battered I want this church congregation to learn how to be those that reach out with those arms and hold them up. And if have to, we just stand there and let them stand on our back for a while. While we pour in the soothing ointment, the anointing oil of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. This is our time to do what we know to do. I haven't done some things that I wanted to do. I haven't had some meetings that I want to have because we hadn't had the room to have them. I got them now. We're going to start doing some things. But I tell you what, before we can do them, I got to have a congregation that's willing to help. You can ask this staff. I've wanted to have missions conference for, for a long time. But when I do, I just don't want it to be a little bless me club. I want to be able to have some money where I can write them a letter and say, hey, look, we're going to have a missionary conference. We don't want you to speak. We don't want you to have to raise a penny. We're going to bring you over here. We're going to feed you. We're going to put you up. We're going to preach to you, fill you up so we can send you back to do your job. That's ministering to those. They're out there. Nobody's out there with them. If you've been on a mission field, you know what I'm talking about. They don't have the money to do that. When they do come back, they have to go preach and preach and preach and preach and preach and get money in to go back. Someday, I don't know when, this is a dream. It may be years if the Lord tarries. This is a dream, but someday I'd like to have about four cottages setting off down here somewhere. That when missionaries have come back and they, they, they've itinerated for a while, got their money. They could come here for two weeks and be taken care of. I mean, not even have to clean up the house. They can go to classes. They can come to church. 
Don't have to pray. Just get tanked up. Get their tank full before they go back. That's what I call ministry to those that have a need. But too often, the church becomes a closed community club that is continually patting each other on the back and saying, you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. I'll pray for you, you pray for me. We don't want none of that other kind in here. I wonder what you do. I wonder how you would respond. If them doors burst open back there right now, about three bikers walk down and sit down in the church. How would you react? Now you got to be wise as a serpent and harmless as a dove. During the hippie movement, I was associate pastor of the church, and some walked in one night, and I saw the goody two-shoes Christians when they sat down on that row, sort of move over, pull their self-righteous rags about them, sort of look at them out of the corner of their eye. I was preaching that night. Thank God they come to the altar. One of them, they got saved. One of them said he'd never been in a church house. He's 21 years old, never been in a church in his life. Had a hand-drawn what people try to say that the devil looks like on the front. On the back of his shirt, he had barn to raise hell. Long hair. I guarantee you, take his Levi's off, they'd have stood up by themselves. Somebody may have come out of that area. You may know what I'm talking about. I know of a church where a young man, I heard the story. I don't actually know it. They told me this story. A young man went to a church and he just had a flat. I mean, he was dressed, you know, he was dressed nice. Slack shirt. He just had long hair and earrings and stuff. He had a flat tire. He simply wanted to use the telephone. And the ushers at the front door said, we don't allow your kind in this church. I'm going to tell you what, if I read my Bible right, they might as well go right Ichabod over the top of the name of that church. Somebody may know what I'm talking about. If you read your Bible, you understand what I'm talking about. The Spirit of the Lord has departed. There are a lot of people that are clinging symbols, Paul says. The, the sad part of it is they don't understand and don't realize. They're like old Samson was. He stood up and shook himself, not realizing that the Spirit of God had departed from him. And there are too many people and too many churches and there are too many Christians individually. They do not realize that in all of their sanctimony that the Spirit of God has departed from them. We need to be ministers to the body of Christ as well as to those outside. We got to minister and we got to reach out with salvation and healing to the world, but we got to minister to our own Jerusalem. What is our Jerusalem? Rhema Bible Church. And then we'll spread out. I think we've got a good handle on it. Thank God that we can go to a world that's crying for help. We also need to... to let ourselves be sensitive to those right here that we don't get so busy ministering on the outside that we forget the person sitting beside of you in the choir. 
Thank God for all of our outreach programs. What about the people sitting in this room this morning? Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find out more from our online bookstore with great materials from Kenneth E. Hagan and Pastor Hagan and the rest of the Hagan family. I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. The first is Kenneth E. Hagan's single CD called El Shaddai, a Rhema classic. Next is Kenneth Hagan's mini book, Where Do We Go From Here? And finally, the Faith Study Course, a 192-page book, perfect for Bible studies, small groups, or Sunday school classes. All three resources are for the special price of $19.95. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. I want to thank all of you that have partnered with us. Somebody said, well, what's a partner? Well, that's somebody that prays for us. Yes. And then somebody that sends an offering at least once a month to help us continue to support Rhema all over the world. We have 250 Bible schools in 50 nations. In fact, the latter part of May, we were just went to Samoa and Australia. That's what our partner club member does. If you want to become one, just go to rhema.org slash WPC. Thank all of you that are partners, you that are going to join to be partners with us because you're helping us. Monday, Kenneth E. Hagan will start a powerful new series. That's next week on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. 